0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B Y T dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Welcome to the ID10T podcast number 991. Uh, so, the new ID10T.com is launched, I believe. It's actually going up the same day as this podcast. So, it should be. I should... <laughs> Been more prepared before I started talking, but the new id10t.com uh, is going to have a handful of merch on there right now. Uh, there's the ID10T podcast shirt, the first ID10T podcast shirt, also the blood splatter pop final toy, and uh, and we have a bunch of licenses from things that are relevant to your interests, and we'll be consistently adding those. So always keep checking in. There's an email list to sign up for there. Uh, you can go to the ID10T uh, Instagram page, and we'll be posting stuff there too. That's just at ID10T uh, right there. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have contests and all sorts of fun stuff. And so it's all it's all coming. But today is the, I don't know, the soft launch, I guess, is what we're going to be calling it. Oh, and also um, I'm going to have stand-up dates on there for me. Uh, finally a place to post where I'm going to be doing the stand-ups like... Phoenix, Arizona, March 28th through 30. And that one's a little confusing if you live in the Phoenix area because one night on the 28th, I'll be at a club called Stand Up Live, and the same owners have another club called Copper Blues, which is where I'll be the 20th, and 9th, and the 30th. So they're different ticket links. Um, hopefully, ID10T.com will be up and running by the time this posts, and you can see that there. Otherwise, um, just know that that's why it looks like I'm there one night on Thursday and then two nights on Friday and Saturday. So, uh, Phoenix, I will see you at one of those two venues, Stand Up Live or Copper Blues. And, uh, then other dates will be on there too. Denver is in April and, um, Oxnard and, uh, and there's a, there's a bunch more Nashville coming up in May. So, uh, just keep checking back. And, uh, if you have any suggestions for the site or whatever, uh, our email for the site is, what are you looking at? id10t.com. What are you looking at id10t.com? And the ad is just the ad symbol. It's not A-T in the name. I know that's a little confusing, but if you see it on the site, it would make sense to you. Um, so that's that. And now let's talk about another email that you might have, uh, have to send stuff to, events at id10t.com to promote things that you are doing in the ID10T community, like Chris with a K who writes The Proton Pack with Chris and Tony isn't just another pop culture podcast in an endless sea of pop culture podcasts well actually that's exactly what it is from its derivative 8-bit MIDI intro song to the 80s movie homage show title uh, enticing some semblance of nerd cred the weekly show covers the latest news stories and reviews in genre television movies comic books, action figures and video games hosts Chris and Tony reminisce about growing up in the 80s and 90s while spewing fan theories about their favorite geeky franchises and crapping on remakes and reboots that refuse to honor the source material The Proton Pack is chock full of off-the-cuff theme songs And semi-spot-on impressions And that's just Tony's contribution to the show Chris is the golden voice that attempts to steer the podcast in a mostly coherent direction. I see, this email was written by Chris. One part entertainment, one part shit show. The Proton Pack is a weekly journey from the minds of two lifelong friends. Get it wherever you get your podcasts and follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at Proton Pack Podcast. Also, Dave writes, I'm an artist who gives found slash abandoned art a new lease on life by painting bits of pop culture into the pieces I find. After years of making a thing, I've just finished putting together my very first gallery solo show, which opens March 29th from 7 to 9 p.m. at Gallery 1980 on Melrose Avenue in Los Angeles come check it out wait a minute this is this sounds like my friend Dave Pollitt Dave why don't you just email me (laughs) this is Dave Pollitt's show I've purchased Liddy and I have purchased so many pieces from Dave Pollitt he's a mad genius who I have so many so many wonderful pieces from him and you should check it out his show is called Second Chances I'm already going to probably go to this um. Yeah. So Dave Pollitt is uh, someone that you should look into. You could look at his Instagram, which is just Dave Pollitt Art, uh, D A V E P O L L O T Art uh, on Instagram, and be blown away. Thanks for emailing Dave, and I'm excited to see your show. This episode is Joey King, who is a brilliant actor and also a brilliant human, um, as you will soon hear on this podcast. She is so hilarious and uh, such a fast like so super improv fast and uh, this was such a wonderful delightful chat Um, I've known Joey for a little bit she and my wife Lydia are, are, are good friends and She's been in a bunch of stuff that you've seen. She's she's 19 years old and has had like her list of credits is lengthy and fantastic. Uh, She's been in The Conjuring. Uh, She was in Ramona and Beezus. You probably know her from The Kissing Booth, Slenderman, Wish Upon uh, Oz the Great and Powerful, White House Down, and she is in something that I feel like she's going to end up getting nominated for, um, which is The Act. Uh, an inc- an insane story. Uh, P- P- Patricia Arquette is also in it. It's on Hulu. It drops today, the day the podcast came out, which is March 20th. So it's already up. You can watch it. And um, it is r- the, a mind-blowing story. So uh, I want to thank her uh, for coming on the podcast and being a superb guest uh, as we roll into the ID10T podcast number 991 with the wonderful Joey King.
0: That I'm a huge Doctor Who fan And you're not I've never even seen an episode But I can appreciate how amazing Like the decor is on that
1: Well it's kind of funny Because when I first um, started doing Panels at Comic Con and stuff And the first time I did one With Stephen Moffat Who was the showrunner for Doctor Who at the time I I dropped this thing where I thought I was gonna I thought I was making a really clever statement and it's not one that hasn't been said before and I was like well isn't Doctor Who sort of like Space Sherlock isn't he and he goes no not at all <laughs> And I go what and he said Doctor Who has compassion for every living creature in the universe and Sherlock is a working sociopath yeah. <laughs> and I was like oh my god you're right they're nothing alike at all
0: except except Sherlock has a beautiful soft spot for Watson. And for, um, what the hell is the landlord's name? Mrs. Oh, yes.
1: Miss Mrs. Bailey. Hudson. Hudson. Henson. 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 Mrs. Hudson Bailey. Hudson. Hudson. Yep, yep, yep. Mrs. Hudson Bailey. If
0: anyone fucks with Mrs. Hudson or Dr. Watson...
1: Then they're going to get it.
0: They're going to... They're going to... They're done. All right, I got to... I got to turn that off.
1: Okay, good. Now we're all good. Now we're recording. What is that? So this came from, um, uh, a comic book shop called Meltdown, where... We used to have like a comedy theater and our original podcast studio. And then the after 25 years, it shut down. And this used to live on the roof on Sunset Boulevard across from Guitar Center. And um, I was able to get it. (laughs) I was able to get one of them and then the floor was the floor of the green room.
0: Oh, my God. I did not even... Yeah. It just keeps getting better. Yeah,
1: right. Better? It's just endless. It's just an endless... the Japanese
0: toilet screamed at me the minute I came in.
1: (laughs) You know, I put that... I put that Japanese toilet in thinking like, oh, this will be great. And then I realized like, oh, people who aren't used to this, I'm going to have to. It'll be weird. I'm like, OK, this toilet, it opens. Yeah. You got to push the button. I wish you
0: hadn't warned me. <laughs> and I you just, just thought it was in, haunted. Like, oh, my butt's warm. What's yeah, happening? Yeah. The
1: seat heats. Yeah. There's, like a, there's like a bidet water feature on it. Yeah. Like, see, I was a little
0: scared to use that. It's fantastic. I didn't have a lot of time. Well the, cra-
1: <laughs> well, the crazy thing is that these those toilets are literally everywhere in Japan. Like any, just like a gas station bathroom has them. And for some reason in America, I don't understand, especially as obsessed as we are with convenience. Oh, I know. Why we wouldn't want to have a robot toilet clean our backsides.
0: i only use one of those. I I went went into a Ritz-Carlton one time a couple years
1: ago. Very fancy.
0: Yes, it was one of those things where, you know, it was a production paying for my room, not me. And I walked in, I saw that toilet, and I was like what is that?
1: It's the best. And I
0: sat there for like 45 minutes just p- pressing buttons. It yep. was awesome.
1: Yep. Yeah, I had a friend who like maybe 10 years ago was redoing his house and he put a bidet in and uh, he's like, dude, it's the fucking best. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And he goes, oh, it's the fucking best. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay. I mean, I didn't really... You know, it's again. That's a very European thing that we haven't adopted well, it over it like, here.
0: Was it a Japanese toilet? Was it like
1: no? It bidet? was like a separate okay, bidet. Okay, see, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> just a separate ass. Sink. Like
0: you are, you are getting up. <laughs> yeah. from the toilet now mm-hmm. yeah. and taking a few steps. Taking
1: a few steps and then squatting over a like squatting a fountain. over.
0: It, that's not convenient. No, that's comfy. not convenient
1: at all. So, uh, several years ago, I discovered like, oh, I can just get a just like one robotic toilet that will do. All of this, but it's too bad that you can't program it to talk. <laughs> so if it comes in, you know,
0: it's like, "Hi, Chris." <laughs> hey, Bud. Oh, oh no! Don't <laughs> oh, no. <go>. oh, Bud.
1: <laughs> Here comes the fountain. No! <laughs> no
0: stop! Please. please!
1: Oh, it's horrifying. <laughs> so, how did you and Lydia, my my wife Lydia, first meet? Because she adores you.
0: We met on Raya, and. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: go. oh, I got it. Okay, good. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, um,
0: no. I, you know what? I actually don't know the first time we met. I, we both are very close to Jared.
1: Jared Ng, who's the sweetest, who's the best, coolest guy.
0: Best, coolest guy ever. And so we have met so many times through him. And I think Jamie, too. Jamie King and yep. Kyle Newman. And I think she's she'd come to a couple mafia nights that I was at. Oh, gotcha. And I was like this girl is so sweet and yeah. cool and then we also know tyler like we have so many mutual people yeah and so every time we see each other we're like bitch i love you <laughs> and then i was walking down the street a couple of months ago and i was like walking at this crosswalk and i look over at the people who are like lined up stop just because of a red light you mm-hmm. know they're like wanting to hit me but they're not and your wife was sitting there with like just right there in this car and i was like so I ran over to her, like, window and knocked on it, like, really, like, aggressively to scare her, and she's, like, freaked out.
1: Oh, did, did it work? She was
0: like, ah! And I was like, let it be me! <laughs> yeah. And
1: she just gives you all her money and drives off? Yeah,
0: it was amazing. You carjacked my wife! It worked Oh, that's perfectly. so great. <laughs> it was my plan all along.
1: <laughs> it worked well. But she can't say mad at you because, you know, you're a friend. So i a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Friend. Yeah, carjack a friend. You know, if you're going to carjack someone, carjack a friend. <laughs> carjack
0: yeah, a friend. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like there's got they gotta make a new like GTA Grand Theft Auto version of like where you carjack your friend
1: yeah yeah friend carjacks yeah where that you just pretty yeah. fun. that would be really good are you play? do you play games
0: I did I did I used to play a lot of games I used to like well I used to play a lot a lot of sims more mm-hmm. than I care to admit like I would spend eight hours on the computer just like making a family decorating the home <laughs> like having them drive to school it was so pathetic don't
1: I mean we Lydia and I I can't tell you how many hours I threw away on Animal Crossing, which is basically like a... it's a similar type of a game.
0: I don't know that one.
1: Animal Crossing will eat up a lot of your life, and it's great, but you basically... You show up at this town, you're the mayor of this town, and there's all these adorable animals, and you basically just run the town, and you build a house, and you can build a bigger house, and you can set up all these businesses, and you go fishing, and you pick plant flowers, <laughs> and you... I mean, it's... it's and you such...
0: You guys are so cute together. Like well,
1: them. I, I, fu- I, I kind of fucked her over on that, because when we were dating, I was playing it on the 3DS. Right. And she was like, "What are you playing?" Which,
0: by the way, the best thing ever. It's
1: great. Well, now I have the Switch. The 3DS is great, I have but, the Switch the, but too. the Switch, the Switch, I like better. And but,
2: Mario Kart on the Switch.
1: But and so I had, I had the 3DS, and um, and she was like, "What are you playing?" I'm gonna like, oh, play this game called Animal Crossing. So for Christmas that year, which was only a month, like a month after we started dating, month and a half, um, I got her a 3DS and Animal Crossing. And boy, did she jump in fat, like just Aww. instantly, like. It from that point on, her face was just like we'd be in bed and we both just have our face in the 3ds. Like, oh, did you get this thing? Oh, did you get? This? Oh, I got this fish. Oh, I caught a coelacanth, You know, is and that, like
0: a month in, you're like, this is the one. This like that's yeah. how you know.
1: And then and then a couple years later, I got her the Switch and then that and then she you know like completely got enveloped in that. So. That's you know, amazing. it's been it's been pretty great. That's it's been so pretty weird. great. And you also mentioned Jamie King who somehow is the epicenter of every friend group in Los Angeles. E-
0: every single one. Yeah. I don't know how, but she's amazing.
1: That woman is so full of love and she's like, wonderfulness. Oh, let me give it to everybody. She's the best. I know. She's the best. But you you know, what are you like twenty nineteen. You're nineteen. Yes. So how does a 19-year-old navigate? I know how an older person like myself navigates uh, Hollywood, which is we just don't go out a lot. But how does a na- <laughs> how does a 19-year-old navigate all the craziness and the sceniness and the grossness?
0: Well, you know, I think I think the the, the what's been so helpful for me is like I. Well, first of all, I grew up in L.A. Like, I was born here. Oh, okay. I was born and raised in a town called Simi Valley. Of course. So, you know. See Just, a Valley.
1: Simi Valley, Just a little, a little Simi
0: Valley. little nod. A little nod to Simi. Every single cop lives in America. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Simi, I grew up there, and um, I moved into the city when I was, like, 16 years old or something. But I think that because I've been in it for so long, and I've been, like, pretty much, like, steadily, like, going away and shooting and stuff since I was, like, 11. Yep. Um... I feel like I've been so fortunate. I've met the nicest people. I've met some crappy ones. But most of the time, (laughs) it's been really, really kind people. And I've got, like, my family is also... I think that the the guide to, like, having a not-crazy Hollywood experience and becoming a completely off-the-rails child actor Mm -hmm. is your family. Like, you are who you are because of your parents and because of your siblings. And I feel like a lot of the time, people enable, people indulge, and they, you know, forget that you can say no to your own family. Right. And so the fact that my... My mom, especially, has always been very much, like, she does not, she's, like, no bullshit. Nice. And I feel very, like, lucky because I've never, I've never, like, gotten wrapped up in, like, a crazy, and I never, like, wanted to. You know what I mean? I feel like I get to do so many adult things I've gotten to for so long and I've met some, like, lovely people doing it. I've never felt the need to, like, become, like, a fucking, you know. <laughs> that's good. Also, my mom's drug talk to me was the greatest thing in the world. My mom's drug talk was, okay, listen up. Cocaine's the best. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: That's how it started. I was like, um,
2: right? And she's like,
0: but you don't need that anymore. We've got like Monster and Red Bull. And I'm like, mom, those are so not the same thing as cocaine. She's like, how would you know? Have you done as much cocaine as I have? Fair point. And I was like, how much cocaine did you do? She's like, I used to do cocaine a lot. And I was like, Jesus Christ, mom. So yeah, so that was my drug talk. And like, honestly, since then, I've, I've never really felt the need to try cocaine. I just chug fucking three Red Bulls and I'm good to go. God,
1: that, there's a, there's a subtle reverse psychology brilliance to that. It's so brilliant. Like rather than sitting your kid down and going, it's the worst. Don't you ever do it. Exactly. it and then a the kid's going to go, fuck, I got to try that. Exactly.
0: That's her whole tactic of parenting was like that with drinking, with like weed, was so funny she was like i know you're gonna do it like I'm, i can't say don't do it so right she's like so uh just be careful, I guess. <laughs> She's like, and she goes, "Also, just know that I hate it. Made me paranoid, but who knows?" I was like,
1: oh, "You gotta find your, you gotta find your own way." Right?
0: And then I was like, D- I, "Do I even like that?" It was like it throws you off so much as a kid because you're like expecting them to be like, "Don't do it," so that when they say stuff like that, you're like, "Do I even want to?" <laughs> like,
1: why are you being so cool about God, it? What
0: the hell, mom? God
2: damn it! And then
0: like with R-rated movies too. When I was younger, she was like, "I don't really give a shit." Like you know, like whatever. And so I just grew up, kind of like. Like, all the taboo things that you want to do so bad when you grow up. But she's like, they're fine. Like, whatever. And I was like, oh. I remember the first time I said fuck. I was eight years old. I was in... I was in... uh She was doing my hair for school. as she did every morning. And I said, Mom, I really want to say the F word. She goes, well, if you feel the need, please go ahead. And I just go, fuck. And she goes, how do you feel? <laughs> and I said... I know. I said... I was like... Um, not, I, not much different. She goes, one day you will.
1: (laughs) You'll learn. She's like, one
0: day you'll love it. You'll
1: learn how to wield. (laughs) It was amazing. What a cool approach to parenting, which is just like, I mean, you know, I mean, number one. She just talks to you like a person. She yep. doesn't talk down to you. Mm-hmm. She respects the fact that you're, you know, a relatively autonomous creature yep. that she can't control mm-hmm. and just gives you the information and trusts you to make the right decision. Exactly.
0: So, I mean, like, I think growing up, especially in this industry, parenting like that was so helpful and, and key to, I think, how me and my sisters all turned out. And I also now have this very, very optimistic view, and I didn't for a while, but then I kind of, like... I was like I was just recently filming my like last project and it was so amazing and so much fun and the people there were so nice. I was like, "Wait, this this industry is actually kind of beautiful in uh, it's to a certain extent. If you kind of block out the bullshit and I try not to like call it a bad industry just because I'm like, well, then it's inviting the bad shit in, right?"
1: Well, yeah, but it's a bad industry the way that people say like L.A. must be a pretty shitty town. It's like, well, parts of it are. But you just don't go to those parts. You don't go to those parts. You you know, you don't go hang out in the douchey areas or go to, you know, the clubs. There's
0: plenty of like... There's
1: plenty of it. But there's also a lot of... What's great about having such a massive city or such a massive entertainment business is that... You can really seek out you can create the experience that you want by who you hang out with, where you go, what you Absolutely. do. Absolutely. And like, I think keeping in choice. contact
0: with people who like were there from the beginning for you. Like I on the way here, I just uh got off the phone with my my studio teacher who traveled with me from the time I was like nine to the time I didn't need it anymore when I was like eighteen. Oh, that's so sweet. And so I haven't talked to her in a while and I just gave her a ring while I was driving and I was like, Eva, tell me about your life, what's going on? And so I think that keeping in contact with people who literally were like So there for you when you were younger and supported you. Like I think that's super important too. That's
1: really nice, and and also I think a lot of people forget that you can choose your friends. Yes, you don't have to just fall in with whatever group talks to you in the moment. And if you don't like the group, you can get new friends. Like you can you can make
2: it's so easy to ghost people. (laughs)
1: <laughs> have you ever run into anyone that you ghosted before? Oh my god.
0: Um yes. <laughs> you know, what? and also my favorite thing, I did a thing recently where it was like it was like a teen vogue like a truth or dare thing, and I was like, Okay, cool. And then one of the dares I got was close your eyes and go to your contacts and like pick someone you have to text them. Like and with your eyes closed. And I, of course, my finger scrolled on somebody that I've been actively ignoring for like <laughs> over Please don't team. write me back. This is for an article. Uh, yeah, but I was like, my eyes were closed. So I was, it was like, blah, 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 blah. It looked like a freaking like, you know, like, uh, I don't even Like know. you
1: sat on your phone. It looked and like they, I sat yeah. on my phone or yeah. something,
0: and then they were like, so good to hear from you. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn <laughs> no, it. No, team why? And it was so funny. Uh, have you ever run into someone that you've ghosted? I'm not like a big ghoster.
2: I'm not like, a ghoster either. I, I don't
1: really, um, and, and, and also, I don't know, I I also think there's a I don't have a lot of expectations of other people either because I just know like, well, everyone's busy. (laughs) And, you know, if you don't hear back from someone, yes, it could be that they hate your guts, but it could also be that they have a family and that they're working and that they're busy. Because especially what happens when you get older, uh, you got a lot of time. But what happens when you get older is that time moves so fast Mm -hmm. that you all of a sudden a, a year has gone by. And you're like, gee, I haven't fucking seen that person in like a in a year, but it yeah. feels like a month. And and I think everyone kind of under uh, understands that. So
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I think so too. I think that's why I have such a great group of friends because they're all not expecting me to text them every five seconds, right. so stuff. And I've gotten as I've gotten like busier, I've gotten so bad with my phone. Only thing I look at is like an email. <laughs> and like, oh my
1: god, L- Lydia Lydia's phone. I can't even look at it because. You know, Lydia and I are similar in a lot of ways, but the one, the one, but the one way that we are different, and it, like, I get hives when I look at her phone. <laughs> is that she had, like, I can't stand a little red dot on any of the apps with oh, un- unread wow. anything. Oh,
0: you want to look at mine? Oh, holy yeah. shit!
1: So, Lydia, Lydia has probably look at th- that email. Thirty. Oh, Jesus Christ! Seven thousand seven hundred and one. <laughs> Unopened. I think emails. she's at like thirty five hundred, oh and God. it's like, and I'm like, what? What if someone needs to get a hold of you? What if you want to sweepstakes? What if there's... What if a, you want to sweepstakes? What if someone's saying the care for cancer? Like, <laughs> you know, she's like, if she's want like to... well, if it's that important, they'll track me down. They'll call, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like she, she just ha- like, she might... Who knows what's waiting for her, I know? You know? Well, okay. that's
0: the thing with my email. A lot of it's, like, from, like, Sephora. I'm like, come in, oh. buy our makeup. And I'm like, oh, man, I shouldn't have given them my email.
1: Well, to be fair, I also, like, I also have my email meticulously sorted, -sorted. pre-sorted. So I have, like, anything that's junk mail... It comes into one label, so that doesn't go into the main inbox. Anything you know? So, so smart. So I only like the the ones that come into my main inbox are generally people that I know really well. Yeah. So that's 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 made, really that's good. made it easier to maintain. If I looked at all the spam that's in my you know like all the unread junk mail, you'd be like,
0: you want a sweepstakes? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> I want a sweepstakes. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: No, but to, it's so funny because I look at mine, and today I got an email like you know for press for my new show, like pick a flight for this, and then right underneath it is like. You know, vote for fucking, I don't know, to end child hunger. And but I was like, what's, happening? what's vote happened? Vote
1: to end it. <laughs> yeah, I vote, and someone's like, no. No, I'm not going to end that. I'm not going to end that.
0: <laughs> no, no,
1: thanks. You know, that's what sucks like, how did they get my email? <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of what sucks about. Uh, about just ev- everything. It's like, you'd watch the nicest YouTube video. Like, I, I, there are probably videos that support ending child hunger that still have downvotes. And it's like, how do you downvote? There, nothing, is, nothing gets 100%. And I think like, no. that's what should make people feel better in life about anything. It's yeah. like, even the nicest, most altruistic things get downvoted by a percentage of people. Yeah. So what chance do we as people have people to please are- everybody?
0: absolute dicks like, like that's honestly just the thing. like people are the meanest thing that's ever happened to people
1: people are the meanest thing that's ever happened to people
0: i mean like i i'm so shook by how many times i mean i shaved my head for a roll Woohoo, super excited about it. Your hair looks
1: fucking cool.
0: Faze. Like, it looks badass. I kind of like it too. I've, I've got like a whole spike thing. I also just got a fresh cut yesterday. It's, re- it's, it's pretty badass. Fade. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, and a lot of people were super supportive. But then, of course, my favorite, like, I never open my DMs from like not people I know. Right. But my favorite, so every now and then I'm like, hmm, feeling like, feeling, feeling <laughs> a saucy. roulette. Feeling, yeah, feeling a little roulette. <laughs> so I open them and it's like, 80 or 80 like, you look fucking disgusting with your hair. I'm like oh. and I'm like, it's so it's so great though because a lot of people and I, I my sister Hunter, she's a bless her heart. She's literally the sweetest, most amazing person on the planet. And those comments when she gets stuff like that, it really hurts her. It really affects her. I don't know what I maybe I'm a sociopath, but when <laughs> I read those things, I'm like, oh cool. Like
1: Oh <laughs> like, that's that's great. No
0: part of me like it doesn't register at All so, I'm like super thankful for that because I like my hair, you know what I
1: mean? Well, that as long as uh, as long as you like it's someone, uh, a friend of my mom's uh, gave me some really good advice once where we were just sort of talking just about this this kind of thing of just like, oh, why are there so many crazy people in the world? And she said, and uh, and she said, you know, I'm not really ever bothered by anything because she said, I like. Not in an arrogant way, she just said, I like me. And and that's all that matters. it's like it doesn't matter. So sweet. And it I was like, oh, it, it made so much sense because I I drone on and on about how people who are searching for happiness with external things, whether it be money or fame or sex or drugs or whatever it is, <clears throat> that's never gonna make you happy. Yeah. Like pleasure isn't happiness. No. But I realized that what the core of it is just like if you don't like yourself, you're going to try to find other things to make you like you more. Yep. But if you just are comfortable with yourself and you like yourself, then you don't. That stuff can come or go, but it doesn't matter. And like that the to small me is-
0: like comments like that from like people sometimes the, the tiny little things that a lot of people say, like little like like don't worry about it or I'm happy with me. Sometimes they just hit you in like the perfect moment yeah, and you're like. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, that's right. Like,
0: I was having a lot of anxiety about, like, an upcoming situation. I was talking to my cinematographer about it, like, on the show. And he, like, he literally just looked at me and was like, don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're right. And I'm like, I stopped worrying about it.
1: Well, there are some people that do not have, like, an active internal monologue. Yeah. Like, some people just, when they're like, I'm hungry, they're hungry. You know? And and that's, are you, that's like, that's great. Yeah. Because you can really talk yourself... Into circles, in and out of things, obsessed about things that no one else cares about. Uh, yeah, it doesn't and matter. I've also
0: started adopting the mentality of "I don't give a shit." Like yeah. I just started if I if something comes to my mind while I'm speaking to somebody, I started just saying it, whether it's good <laughs> or bad, and I think it's working quite well.
1: Well, I honestly and the and the whoever would send you a DM, whoever would go out of their way to send you a DM to tell you that they hate your hair or whatever. That's about them. That has nothing to do with you. That's the kind of person... And you don't even know... You don't even know anything about... They don't even know anything about... Like, again... I'm
0: like, okay, Carol. Okay.
1: (laughs) Mom, come on. What are you doing? No, but it's like someone, you know... I've used this example before, but someone could literally be sending you a DM with one hand and holding their own shit in their other. Like, You don't know anything about <laughs> them. Holding their own shit. <laughs> you don't know anything about them. Yeah,
0: I'm like, you hate my hair. Well, you know what? You you know you don't know you don't know about me is that I have nine different versions of Monopoly, and that's really cool. So oh, suck all. Oh that. my god,
1: I was so wrong.
0: Yeah, right. Oh my god, she's the best. Okay,
1: so now let's talk about the nine versions of Monopoly that I was you hoping have. You'd say that. Yeah. What do you What do you got? See, so I'm sure you just have classic Monopoly.
0: Actually. No. Okay, great. All right. I've got... um, So I've got, like, the rustic-y, like, new Target (laughs) version of Monopoly. Okay. I've got Yorkieopoly, because I've got a pet Yorkie. Okay. My mom got me that one.
1: What's Yorkie? I mean, I can make it's the It's exactly guess.
0: what you think it is. Different <laughs> breeds of Yorkie are for sale. <laughs> and they're your property. So
1: what is the name? What's what's like the boardwalk and park place of Yorkies?
0: Oh, probably like Teacup <laughs> and like, uh, I don't even know. I don't know the breed names. But then I've got Yorkieopoly. I've got uh, the rustic one. I've got um, Juicy Couture Monopoly, which okay. I've had since I was like 10. Uh, okay. I've got Bugopoly. Mm-hmm. You know, insects. What's I like up? it. I like it. I've got, oh, uh, Savannahopoly, like Savannah, Georgia. Nice. I've got, ooh, my favorite one I have. Ooh, my maps Oh, you yeah, have got Nightmare Before Christmas Monopoly, but my favorite one is my Rick and Morty Monopoly. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, that that's the best one.
0: Oh, it is the best one because, mm. like, uh, the names and everything, it's so good. When you put a house on something... It's called a Google box, <laughs> and when you put a hotel on something, it's wait. I think it's maybe reverse. It's called a Flubel crank, and I'm like, you know, y- like that's what I need. Like that's I what I like needed to hear. We might have
1: Rick and Morty Monopoly, and we haven't cracked it open yet. I mean, it's. I'm very excited that there are like 70 more episodes coming down the oh pipeline. Oh my god!
0: I'm so. I also play Monopoly way more than I care to admit. It's my favorite game in the world. But Monopoly, <clears throat> it's so long. It all. It is. It
1: all. I mean, I feel like Monopoly usually loses people in the third act like the first it's like, the first act of monopoly how many acts is a, are like 10 that feels like there's 100 but the, the first act of monopoly is fun because you're like oh everyone's like just like snatching everything up so
0: much money to be spent
1: and then the second act of monopoly you're just kind of maintaining everything oh you landed on my thing you know but the third act of monopoly is just like a f- clusterfuck where no most people don't even know what the actual rules are And you usually, and I feel like people just end and go, You have the most money, let's just fucking cut this shit. It's
0: honestly so true, and it's so devastating for a gal like myself who. My. Literal, my bio on Instagram is just a gal who loves Monopoly. I just wanna, I just love the whole way through. The last time I played Monopoly the whole way through, best day of my goddamn life. It was like, I lost so miserably, but I was so happy doing it. I also wanna, I also wanna point out something pretty sad. My favorite game in the world, I've never won once. Oh, you've never won Monopoly? I've never won Monopoly. Like, what kind of torture am I putting myself? You through?
1: know what's gonna be great is that, you know, somebody when you're like 90, and you've had this amazing career and won multiple academy awards <laughs> and done made movies and directed stuff or whatever your documentary will be all about <laughs> like you still haven't won monopoly I and it's just like monopoly. that one last that'll be the through line for your entire <laughs> life my, like, ho, when story. will joey king land on free parking <laughs>
0: <laughs> when when will she like put hotels on every i know on
1: everything but it but it gets the rules I've read the rules also, for Also like, the
0: free parking thing is not it doesn't exist. It, 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 someone
1: invented that. Like that that's a fake thing, right? It's, a, it's
0: totally a fake thing, but honestly, I'm not opposed to it. Like let's go. Like let's get that money. So I yeah, I play by that rule.
1: Cuz there are a lot of and there there are a lot of rules about like having to mortgage. Like when when you get into like having to more like um Oh
0: yeah, fuck that. Do
1: all that stuff in the end. It yeah. just gets it gets really crazy. So mm-hmm. how do you How do you wrap up a Monopoly game?
0: Oh, um, it literally is one person who has, like, who is dominating the game, Mm -hmm. and it's just about, like, if someone lands on their shit, they lose all their money, it's until they drain everyone's pockets.
1: Yeah, I mean, Monopoly should, to me, it's the biggest emotional arc of a board game, because it does start out as so fun, and people are usually fucking miserable by the end of it. Like, it... I don't know why it's so painful mm-hmm. to when you roll the dice and you it's a 5 and you're about to land you know you're going to fucking hit boardwalk and you know you only have like $300 and it's like, going to be oh. like 2000 cuz there's a hotel or whatever it it's physically
0: painful. Yeah, and it's just, like, that anxiety and adrenaline of, like, please give me a three, a three, a fucking three, and then you're like, six. You're like, no! Uh,
1: well, I I feel like in the future we'll probably have to have a Monopoly night at our house.
0: Well, this is what I'm honestly setting up here. Like, yeah. I, I was like, I just want to be invited over to play some gosh darn Rick and Morty Monopoly. It's going to be the best.
1: You might have to bring, If we don't have it, you might have to bring Rick and Morty Monopoly.
0: I can provide that.
1: Have you seen multiple episodes? Like, are you a diehard Rick and Morty fan?
0: Die hard. I just... Uh, got my first chia pet over Hanukkah and um, which is a really fun sentence to say <laughs> <And> it was <laughs> it was a Morty chia pet and it was uh, I, I took care of that thing with such love and tender care it was amazing yeah I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. do
1: you have a favorite episode <sighs>
0: I love the episode where they go into the dreams, mm-hmm. like, of different people. Because I always say, the character I relate to most in Rick and, Rick and Morty is Scary Terry. Uh-huh. You know, the guy that, like, looks like a ball sack who's always like, bitch! Yeah. Because I feel like he's so misunderstood. He's such a confident, like, scary guy on the outside. <laughs> but on the inside, he's just a real big softy who mm-hmm. was kind of bullied in school. And just, like, you know, he just he's just wants to, you know, assert... Confidence in in his life. You know what? I love that guy. Yeah. So So that episode is one of my favorites. What's your favorite?
1: I think I probably <clears throat> leaned... I mean, there are a lot of good ones.
0: Are you going to go with Intergalactic Cable Television? I'm
1: not going to go with Intergalactic Cable Television, although that is... I mean, everyone uh, wants to know where a Plumbus comes from. Yeah. Well. Um, but uh, but I I think I love the... Um, uh, I just saw it again the other night, too. It's, it's the one where uh, Rick is... Runs into Unity, the hive mind. Okay. And they and he basically... Because it's... When I explain the show to people, I say, like, yes, it is probably the funniest show on television. But it's also, weirdly, the most poignant family drama at the same time.
0: Yeah, and it's so smart.
1: It's so fucking smart. But this idea that he dates a hive mind, and (laughs) then she breaks up with him because she says, like, you're better at assimilating... You're better at what I do than I am. Like, basically, like, assimilating. And it's... It's like... You did, they didn't even have to get to that point and it would have made the episode amazing and I in know. the end you're like god damn it and that last that last scene where uh, he basically just goes into the garage and you just you see him like genuinely sad
0: it was my whole my whole heart fell out of my chest I was like no
1: yep no. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's the fucking best show. It's the fucking best show on yeah, television.
0: Yeah. My 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 pillowcases on my bed are Rick and Morty. Like, I'm, oh, that's it's, great. It's, a bit, it's like a, it's a bit of an issue. I love it so much.
1: <laughs> Lydia has one of those like round Rick pillows on one of our couches too. Nice. It's just like the Rick head. It's yep. like
0: oh, it's so good. And I like oh yeah. Last night to bed, I wore my Rick and Morty PJ bottoms. Like honestly, it's like it's never. I realize how much merch I have as I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh my
1: god. Yeah, and and it. You know, it's one of those shows that you, it's. I love shows that on paper, if you just read it, you're like, "How is this going to work?" And it fucking <laughs> worked. Like, Baskets <laughs> is another show like that. If you've never seen that I've Zach Galifianakis' that. show, okay. On paper, the show shouldn't work, yeah. and it is a stunning. The performances are amazing. The story, is, but on paper, it's like he plays like a basically a failed clown, mm-hmm. and his and he also plays his brother, who's this really. <laughs> Very big character, and their mother is played by Louis Anderson. Okay, and it and on paper none of it should work, and it is it's brilliant because everyone in the show is brilliant. And the writing's amazing, and it's so well done. What other shows are you watching?
0: Wait, I have a question about that. Yeah. Actually, yeah. speaking of, so since you said he played his own brother, right? Yeah, I have a question for you. You've seen the movie There Will Be Blood, right? Of course. Yeah. Yes. Okay, is Paul Dano? I gotta ask because this is a debate I have with a lot of friends of mine. Is he? Is he in the movie? Is he his brother or is he the same guy?
1: Oh my god, I don't know. All right. I don't know.
0: Well, in your, it's an opinion thing. It's definitely an opinion thing because I think they're the same guy and he's actually just a freaking psychopath.
1: Was there any? Are there any little subtle? Because I haven't seen that movie since it came out. So were there oh, any? Time, uh, are there any clues in there that would suggest that he so, might? It's so
0: like it's so vague, and like you, it could, it's. I think that's why they did it because they want people to have this conversation on ID10T. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was Paul Thomas Anderson, right? Yeah, he was on the podcast. If I if we had done this, oh one my first, god, where is he? Call him, him
0: up right yeah, now. Yeah, we're gonna fucking. What's the fucking deal? What's 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 with this gosh darn movie? We'll, man we'll
1: invite him over for Monopoly and then be like
0: be like. So, your three hour movie, there, right? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, I watched it for the first time recently. That's why it's so fresh on my mind. I
1: mean, it's great. It's amazing. It's amazing.
0: it's amazing. It's so long.
1: DDL is in yeah. top form. D-
0: oh, yeah. DD- oh, yeah. You know DDL too? I don't know him. You're on, a, you're on nope. an acronym basis? Never
1: met him. Yeah, Never me met, met, him. D- Never met DDL.
0: I feel like he's not real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he might, you know, he loses himself in every part, so maybe he isn't real. Yeah,
0: I really don't think maybe he doesn't
1: is. Exist. He doesn't exist. He
0: doesn't exist. Only, oh, the name Daniel Day-Lewis is just so the checks come in. <laughs> That's
1: an anagram for something I can't think of at the moment. For, <laughs> for
0: don't do...
1: Co- do cocaine is the best.
0: Cocaine's the best. Jamie King. <laughs> Which is funny, by the way, because my mom's name is Jamie King. Are you serious? So everyone thinks we're talking about... like A lot of the time when I say like Jamie King, they're like, <laughs> Everyone's confused when I speak. But uh, but ja-
1: but our but our friend Jamie King is J A I M E.
0: My mom is J A M I E.
1: And Jamie used to go by James.
0: My mom he's named after her uh uncle James. So oh, that's this is sweet. crazy. <laughs> but
1: there's no relation between the two of you.
0: No, people think that her me and Jamie King, not my mom, right, Jamie King you, are like sisters or like or aunt and a niece or something.
1: I mean it tracks, you're both J King. So it yep. it seems very plausible oh, totally. that y'all would be related.
0: Totally. But we're not we're no friends, I know.
1: Now, so this is the deadline article. Yeah. They are not related. They are
0: not related. Shut the
1: fuck up about it. Don't
0: ask again. We're sick of it. We are sick of the rumors. <laughs> Put sick. them to bed. I
1: mean, if those are the worst
2: rumors, such
0: you're, bad you're rumors. Doing about me. Okay, yeah, you're, right. You're doing okay. <laughs> I'm doing all right right now.
1: Do you feel? Um, uh, uh, I, I mean, it, this idea that you, you're not bothered by the pressures of social media is pretty. Uh, revolutionary (laughs) like is it I mean do you find that most uh teenagers are wrecked by social media or because they grew up with it is it just sort of a part of like ah you know it's a it's just a thing I
0: think it can it can get pretty unhealthy I think for me there are times when I catch myself like worrying about it and like what I'm posting and then I'm like oh wait that's right don't do that right (laughs) right 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 but I mean I think that what is I've been very lucky because I haven't had a lot of... Like, I am just now, like, after The Kissing Booth came out, like, that's kind of when, like, my social media numbers, like, spiked and people started, like, caring about a lot of things I was doing, not just in my career, but in my personal life, Mm -hmm. and that was a big adjustment. I was like, oh, oh my goodness, okay. And, like, a lot of people really care about my relationships, and, like, I'm like, oh, God, why do you guys care so much? (laughs) I don't even care that much. Um, So, like, it is, it, it has gotten interesting to the point where, like, you know, you're going through something and you're trying to go through it privately, and then you open your Instagram... And it's, like, that's everything that's, like, people, like, that your fans want to talk about. Or that's everything they're posting in. But at the same time, for some reason, again, it's not, like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't register for me. I don't know. Like, I, what registers is, like, when I see people who are, like, I think Joey's, like, you know, great actress and, like, her work is awesome. I'm, like, oh, my God, that's so freaking sweet. And I, like, I give it a little like, give it a little comment sometimes, but the the weird like stuff that like would generally try and stress me out I think I have you know that episode of Black Mirror where they put a filter on the girl's mm-hmm. like eyes so that she doesn't like see the stressful dog barking every yeah, day? yeah I yeah yeah I put a yeah. filter on that <laughs> <laughs> like over stressful like in like social media things because I can't control it I don't know but I think for other people it can get unhealthy because they are so stressed about, you know, the likes that they get in the comments because a lot of the time, Instagram is a lot of, like, it's kind of for a certain group of people, it's all they have. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I go on Instagram, a lot of time I'm like, hey, check out my work coming out. Like, right. And I'm like super excited to share it with people because I know that they can, you know, go off of Instagram and go see something that like I'm super proud of. Right. And I think it's hard when people just really put their whole identity into like Instagram, mm-hmm. um, which I think happens a lot.
1: It's I- easy to do because it feels, I think the illusion of Instagram is that it's connecting people. Yeah, but and it's very visual and it's very easy to to navigate. But it, but but I, but I do think it is incredibly isolating. Oh
0: my god, it's so isolating. It's also kind of funny how it works in the way you connect with people, like quote unquote, because I have friends who I have like DM threads with who I who I haven't literally texted mm-hmm. probably in like over a year, but we just have DM meme threads, like yeah. <laughs> where we just send each other memes, and it's awesome. And that's how like I keep quote, connected with sure. them. Um, but, like, it is interesting because, like, I could just shoot him a text and you... be, like, <laughs> like, I'd be like, hey, how's your mom? Like, how's your sister? Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's interesting. I don't
1: well, know. and and also, um, just because, the you know, ID10T is, uh, there's a new site launching soon, and so it Although, has its own, okay. is yeah. it
0: pronounced ID10T? It is. Because someone told me it's called Idiot. That
1: That is another
2: interpretation
1: of it. I mean, like, that's the sort of, that's the kind of the dumb joke behind it is that it... It, it it was a it was a code that people who worked in IT would use right. if someone called and they had a dumb question or they or whatever they were doing was their own fault you know it's like how do I you know why is my computer not working is it plugged in no no that's an ID10T because if you hear it you don't if you see it you see that it says idiot but it's basically just a way for IT people to make fun of non IT non-IT people without them catching on
0: someone told me that i was a complete idiot because i called it id10t no
1: it's both it's it's both
0: so uh yeah so so and someone you're else, listening you <laughs> and, and someone master. else interpreted
1: it as oh so is it like identity and i was like what mm, no but i guess if that works for you you're then like sure. and,
0: and how would you spell identity
1: identity I like, did, do you play words with I friends but uh yeah so so i you know and i think it really just what i love about it is that it it sort of suggests that um, because the user is at fault when they call in, I think it's just sort of part of the human condition that we're generally the cause of most of our own problems. Oh yeah. And so that's what I kind of like about I love that's it. what I kind of <laughs> like about it. But um, but I have but I have an Instagram account for ID10T uh-huh. and, and I have this great um, person who's kind of running the we're going to make t-shirts and stuff. And so I asked her. I was like, oh, I hate to ask this question, but since we're building up this Instagram account, like. What do you do? Cuz I wasn't paying attention when I started my Instagram account. I just didn't wasn't thinking about it. Right. And so uh it was ch- – there's all these rules for how to increase engagement. It's like one to two posts a day and then post on stories and comments and other – and I just read on I was like,
0: I don't think I want to do all that. You're like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't want to do all
1: – because it's basically – you know, Instagram is trying to force you to engage with the platform as much as possible. Well, yeah, and they so- want
0: you to spend five hours a day on Yeah,
1: exactly. And so it's like, hey, if you want to play in the sandbox, you got to follow our rules – and someone said to me and i was kind of complaining about it and someone was like what are you bitching about it's free and i'm like it's not free we, they,
0: wait that's what that's what their argument
1: was we don't pay money but they but we pay with our data which they profit from it's not free <laughs> it's- <laughs> it's a, we pay with our data and our time and our attention like money yeah. isn't the only way you can pay for things but
0: I do you know it's interesting because I I like you know with what you're saying about like oh the, the, this is the how many and I've been told all that stuff too like this is how you get engagement interaction yeah. and like I find myself like completely like unconsciously playing by the rules but like kind of just because I am a young lady I really enjoy Instagram <laughs> and um, so like I always find myself like posting on stories and like doing all this stuff because I'm always like there's so many fun things to put up well I'm that's like,
1: good I mean that that's that's the best way to use it because you like it and because you're excited like but it, not yeah. because you need it for your identity
0: my identity, your no, identity no I don't I don't think I I mean one of my fit my favorite Favorite thing in the world, not because, not not in like the sense of I feel safe while doing it, is flying. Mm -hmm. Because uh, it's like, I don't do the Wi Fi on the plane thing. Oh. So I just completely don't have anything. Like, no matter how long a flight is, like, I just flew back from Italy and it was like 12 hours, and I was just like, Where'd you go in Italy? I went to Milan.
1: The wife and I are going to Italy over, over the summer.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, girl. One. I've never been to any place else besides Milan, so I can't. I have. You guys probably been before,
1: right? We have anyway. not been to Italy together. No, we've been to Austria and we've been to we've been to a few different places, but we've never been to to Italy.
0: Italy. No, yeah. So uh, pasta is amazing <laughs> there. Pasta is my favorite. <laughs> you would hope so. In the whole world, my favorite food in the whole world is pasta. So I just carb loaded. What I don't know there? if we
1: are going to Milan, but I think we are going to a Rome, and yeah. we going to a, a Yeah, we go to Venezia. An Andiamo yeah. a Venezia. Are you uh,
0: any Italian at all?
1: Si, si, si. Sono mezzo italiano. Io parlo italiano. Mi piace l'Italia. What
0: is happening? Si, right. Si, si. <laughs> si, Uh Are you part Italian? Si. Me, me too. Me too. What?
1: I what, what? What? What happened? I, I would imagine your dad, mom. your mom, my mom too. Really? Yes.
0: Hey. So yeah, my mom. I'm like every everything that's my mom's not- name is her maiden name was.
1: Cocaine. Cocaine.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know you wanna you wanna know what's funny is my mom's childhood my mom's gonna listen to this and be like, Joey, why, you why, you do, why do you do this to me? Things? You say these horrible things. My mom's nickname when she was younger, oh my god, she's gonna kill me. This is so funny. Was Fire Hydrant Ferrar. Her maiden <laughs> name's Ferrar, because she would drink. <laughs> And if you drank too much, you <laughs> threw up. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like projectile like oh
1: What a fucking great nickname.
0: Fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, it's just because I'm fiery. Is it? Is it, though? Or is it the projectile vomiting? Oh, my poor
0: mom. Oh, sorry, mom. No, that's
1: great, though. That needs to be... That needed to be shared.
0: It did. So, since then, since finding that out, me and my sisters have tried to come up with our own, like throw up nicknames Mm -hmm. so my sister Hunter we've called her Heaving Hunter (laughs) Um, and Kelly we couldn't come up with one for Kelly it was hard to find something with a K and with a J but here's a fun fact that I shouldn't share on a podcast Mm -hmm. my nickname that my friends call me because they think it's funny is Chody, <laughs> because my name apparently rhymes with Chody Joey. Cho- <laughs> I mean, sort of. It's a stretch. Yeah. So um, my sister now she if like she calls me Upchuck Chode, which is you know that's fine that and that's is, something I have to live with. That is great. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, Lydia's
1: cat, our cat. Um, throws up out of anger sometimes. Oh my god! Yeah, he does. When he gets mad, he throws up. <clears throat> like, if she's leaving, if he sees her suitcase and she's leaving town, he'll, he'll throw up.
2: Oh my like, god! Or
1: if he's mad, if, if we're like... Fifteen minutes late feeding him, he'll he'll eat and then run to wherever we are and throw up near us just to be like, "Fuck you."
2: That's
0: so yeah. awesome. And so
1: I and so <clears throat> I nicknamed him Ralph Hurley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Don't call him Ralph Hurley." I'm like, hey, "He throws up. He, he throws up willingly. He is Ralph Hurley."
0: Throwing up is the worst thing in the world. It's it, does not, it doesn't doesn't feel good. Favorite activity
1: it's it's the one thing that I don't I mean it, it's it's one it, well there are many things that I don't miss about drinking but throwing up is definitely at the top but it's so weird that you can that you can throw up from you can't th- drinking is the only thing you can throw up from and do it again do it again yeah like I mean, I, if you what what was the last time you threw up from a food
2: the
0: la- oh actually that really recently what was it it was it was Malaysian food okay um and I it was at a cast dinner and I ate Malaysian food and then like that night at 3 a.m I woke up and I was like you know, blah. and, and never day, now
1: it's dead to you forever.
0: M-milli- yep, dead. Never gonna eat. You can't, you can't, you I won't can't. be able
1: to, you probably can't even smell it.
0: N- no, I, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh. <laughs> <laughs> those are really nice sounds for people to hear with their headphones in. Just Joey King being like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Old oh. Chody, here, here it comes. Up
0: Chuck Joe, here yep. she is. <laughs> oh my god, but no, my mom, too, I can't remember what the name of her alcohol was, but she was like, If I even smell that shit, never again. It
1: just, if I ever smell cocaine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god! But oh man, I used to—I used to like get the stomach bug so much as a kid. I would throw up all the time. It was so gross. Like I'm so scared of throwing up. Oh
1: no! P- I know. But yeah, I, Lydia does not like. She doesn't really like. She had. We think she had like a mild food poisoning a couple days ago. She's one of those
0: people who will not throw up. No she is much? one she, of like, those people. Swallows yeah,
1: it she's down. one of those people. She just won't. She was like, I probably. Should throw up, but I can't.
0: No, I get so. it. It's You have to mentally, like, work yourself up to get there. Because if you're... <laughs> it takes a lot of courage to be like, I'm going to literally put myself through the worst thing that I can imagine right now. Well, yeah,
1: because you do it and then your entire body chips in to make it
0: happen. <laughs> chips
1: in. <laughs> it's so true. And then, then you're like, ooh, throw up. And then you throw up more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's the grossest shit ever. Oh, my God. Yeah, <sighs> I
1: think I would... I would, ray wa- I would way rather have diarrhea than throw up.
0: Oh, 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 yeah. By a lot. Oh, why, like, by so much. I mean, listen, it ne- neither is fun. No. But you know what my favorite thing was? What? One time I got so sick. <laughs> Here we go. It was coming out of both ends. Nice! Welcome to me. That is uh, I was in Africa, and I had the water, and I didn't mean to because I was told, don't drink the water there. Don't drink the water. Drink bottled yeah,
1: water. Yeah, Well, anywhere you travel, you have to be careful because your body, like if you're doesn't, drinking local not used water to, yeah. because you're not used to well, whatever here's what the I did. bacteria is. I
0: just drank bottled water. But then I got like, a what, maybe like a Coke one time. And I was like, can I have some ice? Mm-hmm. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Joey. Ice
1: is, is water, Joey. Ice is just really <laughs> cold water. It's just
0: really, really <laughs> cold water. That was it. For three days, I was, like, literally on the floor, like, of my hotel room, just being like, I think I'm going to die here. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. It was horrible. Anyway, people probably don't want to hear about that. Yeah,
1: I get it. Well, it's just, it's that thing, like, when it's with coming out both ends, do you, like, do you swap places, or do you, or are you just, like, throwing, you know, just like, It's like, like so,
0: like, trash can, toilet. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's honestly, it's, it, as much as it's miserable, part of you is, like, I was like, I was almost impressed. I was like, this is a lot of bodily function. I didn't know I had
1: all of this stuff in me. I didn't know I've
0: had this energy. I didn't know my body was capable (laughs) of so much expelling. Life is
1: beautiful in all its forms. Well, I want to know, I want to ask you before some good. I I thought it would be. I want to open our um, Instagram accounts and find out some good follows. Okay, good. So just some like good good offbeat follows and i'll I'll throw out a few as well so who who do what what do you like
0: oh man i love meme pages i'm a big meme fan i don't
1: follow like any comedy accounts
0: that's so bizarre to me. I feel like you maybe 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 because you're so freaking funny, you're like I don't want to see this. That's everyday.
1: what it is. I'm just so <laughs> Car- I get enough comedy. That's right. Daily. Uh,
0: Cardi B's a good follow.
1: Okay, you like Cardi B? All right.
0: She's an amazing follow. What about you?
1: Um, I'm okay. So I'm following that. I'm following a hashtag. Well, first of all, <laughs> castles of Scotland is a great. What? Look at this castle.
0: Oh, my God. See? You guys, you should see this castle. You hear it. and <laughs> you, then can hear, you can only hear how cool this Castles castle is. Castles of Scotland,
1: <laughs> and then you get the whole history of the castle. You sit
0: down and you read a six-page essay caption.
1: I'm in my 40s.
0: Hey, no judgment. <laughs> I'm just asking the question. <laughs> yes. Um, my favorite account to follow, though, is The Dodo. They post animal rescue videos. Oh, my gosh. It is the most pure thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I... Cry and cry and cry. Like, oh, oh, it is so beautiful. And they just DM'd me recently. They're like, thanks for all the support. We see you always like our stuff. I'm like, you guys know I exist.
1: You might like to follow my friend Whitney Cummings, who rescues tons of animals and posts amazing videos with like pigs she fosters and horses she works with and yeah that's
0: so sweet yeah she's
1: she's amazing
0: i love
1: that um let's see what else do i have here i also have um
0: i have a lot of animal animals doing things oh man i
1: follow an antique store called uh re antiques r -R 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 e antiques um R- really yeah they're in uh, rhode island and they and if you like if you like antiques this is a good place this to get is antiques the place for me yeah
0: i i love antiques i do i i like to go um vintage shopping when i'm in different states yes they're they've got the best vintage stores ever and also
1: a lot of states are less expensive than the ones that are here in los angeles
0: recently for for hanukkah slash christmas because i do both for my grandma and i i mean i hope brad pitt never listens to this and if he you're probably fine i'm probably fine Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah it's because i mean still want to work with that guy one day (laughs) There there was this um like cover of him from like 1991 on like playboy where they like got like unfortunate like like, 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 there was like nude photos of Brad Pitt in this mm-hmm. magazine mm-hmm. and so like it was vintage it was like encased and I was like that's what I'm gonna get my grandma <laughs> for
1: Hanukkah <laughs> is this like dong in it and stuff
0: that's that's yep yep oh wow like, yep. so I got that from my grandma for Hanukkah it was so funny she smacked me um, <laughs> and then proceeded to be like like looking at it for like an hour of course like at, at the table well it's... she
1: had to just like do the theatrical thing of like oh you shouldn't have done this oh yeah but... oy
0: vey why did you do that and but then, like, secretly like, like
1: here we go
0: yeah literally it was so funny it is happening but that was that was from a vintage tour in georgia and that like, is fantastic God, Georgia. Like- i don't
1: know if this is going to be as meaningful to you because of uh i assume you were probably born in 2000 2001 no
0: 99 99 oh you were 90s baby i made it, I made it.
1: you made it um but uh, for gen xers there's one that's Saturday underscore morning cartoons. Oh. And it's just like old nostalgic. Like, like the
0: newspaper cartoons?
1: Well, it's no. It's, no, no. It's like 80s like cartoon intros like the old Spider-Man show oh or the God. old Super Friends or just like you know, Sid and Marty cry or whatever. So it's uh, that's a fun one.
0: That's amazing. I, Saturday underscore cartoons?
1: Saturday underscore morning cartoons. Morning cartoons. Yeah.
0: Okay. Amazing. Okay. I'm trying to... Oh, I follow all the Queer Eye guys.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Those
0: guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that show I love that show so much
1: you know I loved I haven't seen I'm disappointed to say that I haven't seen the reboot of the show I worshipped the original version You, of that the show. is so
0: cool I've never met someone who says that really yeah
1: I fucking loved that show
0: that is so funny yeah. no one that I've met has been like oh yeah I loved the original I haven't seen that that's so I cool I just haven't seen
1: the, you know what and it's not it's just mainly because as, as a consumer in today's world
2: yeah
0: everyone
1: is behind on something because it's just impossible You it would have to be your job to watch all oh of television
2: I am
0: so stressed whenever people try to talk to me about stuff like about that I'm like I am so behind and I'm also like I try to read some, like books too mm-hmm. and then so I'm reading books that people are recommending me then this person's like you gotta watch this 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 and this I'm like I can barely make it through my day <laughs> with like time for a shower uh, so yeah I, I feel so so behind but I started watching Pen15 on Hulu oh how is it it's really funny and everyone's like you gotta watch you got to like support like get on that and watch it and cuz like my new shows on Hulu and I'm like oh yeah gonna get gonna get to get on that Hulu grind but this show is so funny it is so so funny pen 15 okay so pen
1: 15 is a recommendation it's
0: really good it's really really funny
1: i follow a lot of surreal art accounts like this one uh, bizarre doctor which is just like... <gasps> oh, really- my
0: God. I love stuff. I'm going to go follow that right now. That is actually... That looks so cool. I love stuff like that. I also love those satisfying video ones. Like, oh, yeah. Where people like paint stuff around a cake. I don't know.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah, I get a lot of those recommendations. I just
0: followed... But- oh, no. Oh, the first one's awful, though. The first one on Bizarre Doctor is awful. It's a woman with bee hive holes on her face with bees on it. Yeah. This is upsetting to me because have you heard of the condition tribophobia? No. It's not a condition. It's more of, like, a people, like, it's a phobia. It's a phobia. Uh, Trimophobia is when you have, like, an aversion and, like, cringy thing to, like, little holes in pictures. Oh,
1: wow. What a specific, do you is that your thing? I
0: don't like it at all. (laughs) I have a few things. I have, I don't like little holes on skin. Okay. And then um, there's, I have a word, and I can't even say it. It's like my, it's like, what's your least favorite word in the world that makes you like cringe and you're grossed out every time you hear it? Oh my it?
1: gosh. Um, um, I don't know if I have, I, I can't, nothing comes to mind. Nothing comes to mind right now. That's like, amazing. That, that I you know, keep it
0: that way because you're going to live your life peacefully. <laughs> I like, I like me, I am stressing anytime someone starts like, it's okay. My word, I have to plug my ears and spell it for you. It's S T I N K Y. You don't like that word? I I thought you were gonna say it. No,
1: I'm not gonna say it because oh my god,
0: it, Whew, that word is literally the worst. I think that's the grossest word that's ever existed. I
1: I dated a girl in college who had a similar reaction to the word moist.
0: Oh, that word! She fine.
1: could not stand everyone. The word moist.
0: I don't know why everyone hates that word. Like moist, 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 moist. I don't care. Like that word's fine. Like whatever. You know, you're talking about a moist pound cake. Calm down. <laughs>
1: but if you talk about a. S word pound cake.
0: S word. Oh god. Oh, oh no. We're back to throw up noises. <laughs> <laughs> Did something
1: happen? That there j- was just that word, just, just that that it collection sounds- of syllables
0: sounds like it smells. I can. (laughs) So, so gross. And if I'm annoying my mom or like my sisters, they'll just start saying it rapid fire and and like I'll like start tearing up. Oh, that's too bad.
1: Okay. So, so now people know you're kryptonite is that word.
0: Yeah. Why did I say that publicly? Like, who am I? What am I doing? to myself? There
1: is an incredible artist um, who has an account called Jenny Bird Art. Oh, I've heard of her. Her painting is
0: stunning. Let me see. Let me see. I got I've got I've to gotta get on this train. Uh, you've got to follow um let's see. Let me see. I love medical accounts. Oh yeah? Like like surgeries. Like I like watching surgeries.
1: Oh like current surgeries cuz I like I like old-timey. Like I follow All of the a couple above. that are like old-timey like surgery theater from the ni- early 1900s accounts.
0: Do you want to know? Okay, so someone the other day was giving me a compliment and they said not to blow smoke up your ass. And I just stopped them. I was like, can we talk about this for a moment? Because <laughs> where the fuck did that expression come from? Like, what does that mean? Why does that mean complimenting something? We're gonna find out no, right now. I looked at okay, that. good, what is it? This is insane. So it's a real thing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, so back in the day when like lobotomies existed. Sure. People, if they were drowning, would get there was like this device where you would like blow smoke up someone's ass because it was like thought to revive someone and get the water out of their what closet.
1: kind of smoke just smoke
0: i don't right like huh so i was like this is so interesting and so they obviously stopped the practice because it doesn't fucking work right and so but yeah no there used to be like this device where you blow smoke up your ass hanging by like major waterways Always, because in case someone started drowning, and that suddenly, in I don't know where in the timeline of life became a, a, another name for a compliment. Yeah, that
1: is really strange. Can,
0: what? A
1: failed medical practice. Well, you know something that uh, something that is real is that uh, people can have coke blown up their ass. <laughs> so the next time, just go not to blow coke up your ass, but. Uh, <laughs> That was a really great job you did back there. And the
0: next time I'm blowing smoke up someone's ass, I'm going to go not to compliment you. <laughs> I
1: don't mean to compliment.
0: I don't mean to compliment.
2: Ah, oh, that's genius. That's really funny.
1: <laughs> that would really that would hit me sideways. <laughs> I was expecting it. I'm so happy. Oh my god!
2: But like, what kind of practice is that? And yeah. how
0: did it become that? Name? I don't
1: know. It's not. A, it's not. None of it's acceptable, though. None no. of it's acceptable. And, like, I, and I, how many times did they have to? Wouldn't you just do that once and go? Well, this doesn't work. Well,
0: this person died. Yeah. Why was that a
1: practice? <laughs> that a practice. they did it multiple times. You, like
0: the machine is super, like, kind of cool looking too. I was like, oh, I want one of those. Just so
1: there was a specific machine devoted to blowing smoke up someone's ass. Smoke
0: up your um, so. Safari machine, blow smoke up your ass machine. Here we go. Um, and not that video.
1: <laughs> now that now that machine is called Instagram. That is the machine that is designed to blow that. smoke up your ass. Look
0: at that thing. It oh my god, like- it looks like a
1: fireplace. Yeah. Um,
0: like a vintage clock thing. Yeah, b- but there's,
1: but there's a fireplace. Uh, one of those fireplace pumps, like those uh-huh. old timey fireplace pumps, which I guess would be the smoke blowing.
0: I also love the word old timey, like oh. that. Like it's so funny. And
1: then this just looks like an old like old car oil can. Yeah. Like this is and- a, there's a full medical kit in. There. Yeah,
0: like it's oh yeah, and the articles when doctors literally blew smoke up your arse. I love the word arse. I feel like I need
1: to have that in this studio. Doesn't it look like that would fit in Here's here? Here's
0: an old timey drawing in in a
1: oh there it is. Okay, so um this is an old timey like ink drawing of someone lying on their side. Uh, a doctor with the little ribbon in the ponytail holding the person's mm-hmm. shoulder. The person's back is to frame. And then another doctor is blowing is in a is, tube. There's a
0: tube and there's a like a long like mm-hmm. like yep in the you know, the place where the booty is yep. and uh
1: yep. there you go. Yeah. It's a good thing that we figured out mouth to mouth. That we didn't I gotta do ass to mouth. Gotta bring this person back. Oh god I'm gonna have to do ass to mouth.
0: <laughs> gotta have an ass to mouth situation on our hands. Yeah, I gotta, gotta do. <laughs> here we go. Uh, I got an ID ten T over here. <laughs> That's, oh what it was, that's what but, that meant in the 1800s. That's what, oh God!
1: Oh, if I found that out, I'd be so I'm like, oh God, damn it! No,
0: why I'll didn't I look, live this down? That's
1: why you look past the first page of Google results. <laughs> you find these deep cut things. God damn it!
0: Also, does anyone ever, by the way, go to page two, three, four? No, someone? that's
1: why you want good search engine optimization. You I know, because you don't want to get you don't want to get past that. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I
0: know. I know. Oh
1: my God! Okay. Any more recommendations? What's your last? Uh, okay.
0: My last... Let's see. I love... Uh, let's see.
1: Mm. While you're looking for that, I'm going to recommend uh, my friend Sarah Underwood that I used to work at G4 with. Okay. She and her boyfriend are basically building a cabin retreat in the woods in Washington. Okay. And his name is Jacob... Um, I think it's Witzling. It's W-I-T-Z-L-I-N-G. He's Jacob, J-A-C-O-B, Witzling. Witzling. And his design that they're together. Like he builds cabins uh-huh. and their design aesthetic is fucking stunning. And they just launched a YouTube show where they're basically building this like cabin where you can go stay at it. Yeah. This cabin retreat in the woods, like a, like a, you know, um, a, a stay at a stay in the woods Like experience. a little bed and like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. yeah. So that's pretty rad. What'd you find?
0: Oh, okay. I found my sister has a hairless cat. And like
1: one of those Sphinx cats?
0: You, that, exactly like one of those Sphinx. And she made an Instagram account for it. And the cat's name is Khaleesi King. <laughs> and that cat is... Oh, it's so fucked up. I love that cat so much. But she... Has the sharpest claws. That's what she did to me. Like oh my god! There's a picture I just showed Chris on my Instagram. Of, I'm sure like it's very easy to find. There's a huge scratch across my chest.
1: That is a severe. That is a severe. Like that's a laceration. That's not it's a, a laceration. Scratch.
0: She is absolutely psychotic. Also, really, really sweet. But she is wild. And this Instagram is so funny. Here
1: it is, Khaleesi King. K H A L E E S I King. Yep. Now the cat look. My mom has a fucking cat like that that is that is they're so just, sweet because you know, my mom sweet. all my all her animals are rescues, and my mom's so maternal that I'm like, mom, this cat is a monster, and she's like, it's not her fault. She wasn't taught. How-. So like, <laughs> this my cat, mom, this cat
0: was taught. <laughs> this cat was taught, but this cat is crazy. I I swear it's so alarming. When at 4 a.m. I am dead asleep, and then I hear. And my door handle is opening, and it's the cat yeah. who can open doors. Like she's got fucking. Thumbs. And it's also
1: the most spooky looking cat of cats. It's
0: just—it's literally inside out. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it does they look inside? It's out. naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you take a cat, you flip it inside out, and then you make it feel like a peach. Yeah. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, it's
1: just like, those cats, these cats just kind of look like they can only make this, meow, like, hellcat noise. That's
0: all she does. Like, you have hit the nail on the head. And I communicate with her. Like, if she goes, meow, I, I do it back to her. And then we have, like, fights. Like, <laughs> I've always Clearly. Be, I've always wanted to be an ant. But, I mean, this is not what I meant.
1: Oh, all. my gosh. That is un. That 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 swipe across your like right across your chest plate is oh my
0: god I was almost
1: stitches I
0: I was so shook I was so shook and I I went to I had to go to work like the next week I had to go back to work and thank God my it was for the act my Mm -hmm. and thank God my character wears like is this the new show that you're on with Patricia Arquette that would be the show that I'm dropping the name of at the moment yes uh such a fun show but my character she wears a lot of high neck stuff um but that of course week I was wearing like a bra on camera and I was like Mm -hmm. Oh
2: God damn it! Khaleesi.
0: son of uh, a bitch. But yes, that is the new show. And
1: S- and how ha- and so t- tell the folks about your show.
0: Oh okay, well um so the show the act is based on the true story of Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and um, it's a story of the mother of a mother who had Munchausen by proxy disorder, mm-hmm. which is basically uh, Munchausen by proxy for people who don't know it's. It's, it's an illness that someone has when they want to feel needed in a medical sense. So if you have Munchausen, which Dee Dee Blanchard did, she just wanted to feel like her daughter was incapacitated and needed her and she needed to take care and of her. And then it.
1: they she, also get attention from that, too. They get
0: attention from it. She thrived off of taking care of her daughter and off of the fact that they got money and a free house out of it mm-hmm. and free trips to Disneyland and sympathy and all these crazy things. So there was actually nothing wrong with Gypsy. She shaved Gypsy's head to make her look like she had leukemia. Um, she was in a wheelchair. Gypsy could walk. Um, she convinced doctors that her daughter couldn't eat, and she got tummy aches every time she ate, so they put in a feeding tube. Oh, my God. She convinced doctors that um, her daughter was choking in the middle of the night, so they took out her salivary glands. <sighs> she had all like, – that's very that's two of hundreds of different things that she did to Gypsy. Um, and she would always tell her, like, let me do the talking. In the doctor's office. And along with all of that, she lied to Gypsy about how old she was. So when Gypsy was 19, she told her she was 15. When Gypsy was like 23, she told her she was 19. Like all these bizarre mind games. Didn't let her have a phone. Didn't let her have a computer. So Gypsy was essentially a prisoner. And so um, Dee, there it, it was like this, from the time Gypsy was five years old to the time Gypsy was 23. And... Basically what happened was Gypsy started to become a young woman, started to have those sexual desires, have a boyfriend, be a normal girl. And she knew she could walk, but that's about it. And she like started like stealing computers and like, you know, cell phones when they would go out to the mall together and like pretend to go to the bathroom and slip them under her wheelchair and stuff. And she got an online boyfriend um, and they dated online for two years, never met. And then they like set up a brief meeting to see if Dee Dee would like him, but like in, in a, oh, we just ran into each other on the street kind of way. We don't know each other at all. And it went terribly wrong. So then Gypsy was, you know, messaged him and was like, will you murder my mom for me? And um, in so many words, I mean, there was a huge, like, they planned it for a year. And he did. He murdered her. And they're both in prison right now. And um, Gypsy got 10 years eligible for parole after six. And he got life without parole.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. It's the most insane story and so Patricia Arquette plays Dee Dee. Who's I, incredible. Who's literally just, I could talk about her forever. She's the greatest human being and actress in the world. I play Gypsy, and this amazing guy named Caleb Worthy plays Nick Go to John, who's the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He's so good. And Patricia is so, I'm so nervous and excited for this to come out. Like, it's, oh my God. We spent four and a half months shooting it, and it was like, it was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. It was awesome. It was so, so cool.
1: Why was it hard?
0: I think that when... I mean, it was awesome because I've... I mean, as an actor, it's so... It feels weird to say this because it is someone's real life and it has affected them in such a horrible way, but as an actor a role like that is something you could only dream of you know what I mean mm-hmm. something where you get to completely lose all vanity transform yourself completely shave your head wear fake teeth do a high because Gypsy had a very bizarre octave that she spoke in mm-hmm. very high pitched and to be able to completely transform myself and like lose any trace of myself or just forget everything I thought I knew about acting, I thought I knew about, like, whatever, and just dive in completely. It was so, I felt so vulnerable, and I was so, like, nervous about it, but working with Patricia, literally, like, it was the most amazing, like, a collaborative thing that
2: could have ever happened. What an
1: amazing case, too, because it's, he got life, but... Was there no consideration of the fact that... the I mean, not that they should have killed her, but was there no consideration of the fact that she basically had imprisoned her daughter under false pretenses for so long?
0: So she was going to get life, and they were both going to get the death penalty. And then, because they had just thought this girl wanted to be with her boyfriend, ran away and killed her mom, but then they started looking at the case files, that the fact that, like, oh, this girl was a prisoner her whole life. Oh, there's nothing wrong with her. So as they started, like diving into her files or medical history, realizing that there was nothing wrong with her and that she was basically a prisoner. They're like, Oh my God, this poor girl, like she needs to have a lenient sentence. So they gave her 10 years and
1: why wouldn't they give her like, why would therapy? Therapy? Yes. (laughs) Why wouldn't they give her?
0: (laughs) She's in a prison too. She's in Missouri state prison. They don't offer any mental help there at all. She's not speaking to anyone about happen. Nothing. But with him, They were, like, really torn. And it's so sad because he has autism. And he's got multiple personality disorder. And so she... And it's kind of crazy because as much as I... I go back and forth a lot. Gypsy, she was a prisoner. And it's so horrible and it's so sad. But she was raised by a master manipulator. And she has become a master manipulator. Right. She manipulated him beyond belief to kill her mother. Right. And he was, you know, this kid with autism who loved this girl so much and he thought he was doing the right thing because he wanted to save her and Mm -hmm. just take her away and be her prince. And, but, I mean, ultimately, like, the government decided that he's a danger to society. And... I don't, I can't say I disagree with them, but I also can't say I agree with Life Without Pearl. I don't know how I feel. People ask me this question all the time and I thought to myself, I've got to come up with an answer before I start promoting the show. But then I realized I don't have to because I don't know how I feel about it.
1: Right. Well, and that, and that is probably one of the things that makes it such a compelling story and something to watch is that, you know, like when you come away from something and you flip flop and you go, I don't, I mean, but then there's this and then there's this and it could be this, but I don't know about this. I mean, that's. That is something that I think people will, especially once they watch it, will probably just keep thinking about for a long time. Absolutely. Even a year from now, you wake up and you go, gosh, but shouldn't they have? Right. Or should they? Well, I guess that's right. Oh, God, I don't know.
0: And I think what's so cool is that in each episode for us, like every episode you go through the different emotions of... You feel bad for Gypsy. You're angry at Gypsy. You hate Dee Dee. You kind of feel bad for Dee Dee in this moment. Like, it's you go through all these ranges... Because our story takes place over seven years. It's eight episodes. So you really get the full picture of, like, what their relationship was like and how messed up it actually was. And the fact is, it was insane because Dee Dee, the mom, she was obviously, like, the master manipulator in, you know, of the whole Mm -hmm. operation. And then... Somehow, over time, Gypsy started being able to manipulate her, and mm-hmm. she became the showrunner of this entire operation. As
1: a, a pure, probably a survival mechanism.
0: Absolutely, which is amazing in in its own sense, because a lot of Munchausen... I mean, the reason that you don't really hear about Munchausen by proxy is because a lot of victims just die. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't get out. Like, ever. So, it's... I think that's why, like, this whole case, when it came out, because this just happened in 2015... So I think when this case happened, everyone was like, what is this disorder that people are talking about? I've never heard of it because you don't hear about it because people don't make it out. Right. And so this was like a huge thing. Not only was it happening, but then the, like, I think the craziest part was like, hey, not, it's not crazy. I mean, it is crazy that the mom was doing this to this daughter, but this happens a lot. The crazy part is that she got out and she murdered her. Oh my God. I know.
1: Well, uh, th- when does it come out?
0: March 20th on Hulu. March 20th. So yeah. soon. We like just finished three weeks ago. The not, act. not even. Yeah. The oh,
1: act. you just finished and it's already coming out. Like literally. Holy shit. I know. Well, at least you don't right. have to wait. Usually you gotta wait.
0: I know. I'm so happy I don't have to wait.
1: Are you working on anything else right now, or are you? I'll take a
0: quick bathroom break, by the way. Do you need to? I yeah. have to pee yeah. so yeah, bad. Yeah. Go 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 go. Okay. Go. I'll be right back.
1: Japanese toilet!
0: Japanese toilet! Oh my god, there's so much tea and water this morning. Oh,
1: I totally understand. <gasps> We'll just snip that right out. No one will ever know.
0: No Yep, that's right. No
1: one will ever I never know.
0: peed. <laughs> ne- you've never peed? In my whole life. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. I, are I you okay? I don't think I'm real. <laughs> I'm, as I'm DDL. To, yeah.
1: Yeah, as soon as you realize that you're DDL. Yeah, you're exactly like I'm DDL. Daniel
0: Daylin. Oh my God, that's incredible. <laughs> are you excited to have me on
2: your podcast?
1: <laughs> you are truly an amazing actor. See, now I feel like I need to keep all this. I was just going to cut all this out because you took a bathroom break, but... Now I think I just need to keep that part in <laughs> yeah. so that people know that be- you So that you're people DL. know I am
0: Daniel Taylor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, finally. I know, his his true self comes out in the form of a little tiny <laughs> actress with no <laughs> A 19-year-old girl <laughs> yeah, with Yeah, no
1: yeah. But everything's all made up. Yep. Yeah, there is no fire hydrant Ferrari. Nope. There is no... Like, None
0: of this is real. Yeah. I'm the, just the best liar in the world.
1: <laughs> that would be... Inc- I mean, I couldn't even be mad about that because those would be really spectacular... Right? Made up stories. I mean,
0: that is like some real sociopathic shit. Like you just, I just sat in a corner of a room eating saltines for however old Daniel Day Lewis is, forty five yep. years, whatever. Yeah. Thinking of things to say, as if I was nineteen.
1: <laughs> and it and it worked. Yep. Because I think people were totally convinced you follow the right Instagram. Like it all tracks. It all tracks like great. It, it all tracks pretty well.
0: With like little tiny clues in there, like like little tiny like I follow like like a medical account and Cinema Magic, like
2: hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And now that it's all... Now that you've admitted it and the spells have been lifted, when I go to the Khaleesi King account, it's actually Daniel Day-Lewis with a sphinx cat on his head. Yep. Yeah.
0: And it's like like a Scooby-Doo reveal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and when it scratches him, there will be
2: blood. Oh Guys, my come god! On. Chris, we just cracked we the get... <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Is there anything else you want to promote? Is there anything... I could talk about say, myself
0: all day long. That's I'm
1: fine. This kidding. is your time. This is your therapy session. This oh, is your god. time. I
0: needed it. i feel uh, better now. I earned it. Uh, what? Uh, I, well, I was so delighted
1: when Liddy and I ran into you at the Vanity Fair thing, and you're like, "Oh my god, I've I've listened to your podcast before. Like, I love I loved that you.
0: You have no idea. Okay, so I like. I used to sit in my room in my Simi Valley house on yep. my little twin bed while I was doing homework supposed to be focusing. And I would listen to Nerdist <laughs> all the time and I would just, I loved it so much. I told my family, I'm not even shitting you right now. I was like... I I just want Chris Hardwick to ask me to be on a podcast. I just want to meet Chris Hardwick so bad. I want to meet him so so bad. Like I swear I'm not. And then I and then like one of my best friends, Nick Vineyard is his name. He's gonna be so excited. Um, he, Nick. Nick Vineyard. He was the one who was like, you gotta listen to this podcast. You gotta listen to nerds. You, you gotta listen to Chris Hardwick. He's the best. And I was like, yeah, like uh, amazing. And so I, uh, yeah. So I mean, like for years, I've always just been like, I want to be on.
1: I'm this sorry too. this didn't happen sooner.
0: Me too because you're a
1: damn delight
0: you're a you're a you're an afternoon and i uh, uh, <laughs> How do you but, know that song i don't know How's that song in anywhere in your
1: in your in your
0: brain? I told you I'm Daniel day Lewis. I've been around <laughs> oh god, for a long. Yeah,
1: if you pay attention, like the clues are there.
0: <laughs> I've been around for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I like I'm such a fan, and so being asked to do this, I remember I got the email, and I was like, yes.
2: Well,
1: and I have to say, uh, you were a spectacular guest. Oh
0: my god, thank you.
1: So funny and so fun, and and you know, and Lydia just adores you, and
0: I feel like I'm gonna listen to this song. And be like, God, why do I sound like that?
1: (laughs) You can't listen to yourself. You can't listen to yourself as you. Like, if... Because I think everyone like hears their own voice and they're like, "But I sound like that." So- I sound
0: like yeah. I but don't. I-, I don't have a voicemail because in the first like seventeen times I tried to record it, I was like, I broke down in tears. Like at, th- <laughs> at thirteen years old, I was like, "No one's ever gonna want to call me." <laughs> Just leave a message. <laughs> oh, God, leave a suck. message after the beep. I'm sorry. Something like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish you would
1: record that. Then you could, that could be your voicemail <laughs> no, now.
0: Maybe you can do it for no,
1: me. Re- oh, I'm so sorry. Oh God. Just leave a message. <laughs>
0: do you ever do voiceover work? Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. I did cartoons for, like,
1: God, I did did three shows at Nickelodeon back-to-back-to-back over the course of, like, 13 years.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: I did, I've done, yeah, I was Green Arrow in the Batman series. Like, I've done a lot of voiceover stuff. Yeah,
0: you've got a great voice. What? (laughs) Whoa.
1: Interesting. (laughs) Do you mean this is just how I talk? I don't understand. I appreciate the compliment, but goodness. (laughs) I really don't, like, my voice in my own head just sounds annoying and nasally. Like, I don't...
0: Me too. I feel like I sound, like... Literally the worst.
1: <laughs> well, I have a. De- I know I have a deviated septum, and I'm told that if I ever get it fixed, it'll slightly like well, change the thing, quality. At least of my you have voice. an
0: excuse for why you feel like you sound. I don't have. I don't have shit. Like I'm healthy. Like no, you. You. But,
1: but your voice sounds great. Like it just sound like a. You just sound like you.
0: I used to do voice work when I was a kid, and then now I feel like as I'm older, like it's such a hard thing to like, because I do like voiceover auditions still, just because it's like super fun. I love yeah. voiceover, and I never fucking book them when I was a kid though. I had, like, the cutest little voice, and everyone wanted to hear it for some reason. And now I'm, like, you know, now I'm weathered.
1: No. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> now I've been through shit. You're hardly weathered. No one
0: wants to hear it. You're
1: hardly weathered. <laughs> now I talk like this all the time. Now I,
0: now I've seen it all.
1: <laughs> Weren't you... Hey, were you? You were in *Dark Knight Rises*, right?
0: Yes, I was.
1: Oh, talk about voices! Talk about voices! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, because that, that that one that one had this fellow but it also <laughs> but it also had this battle at the yeah. same time.
0: And then it's got a lot of a lot going on there. Yeah, lots going on. Um, it was the coolest thing ever i shaved my head for that too um when i was 11 and i like didn't say anything in the movie but i was like i'll shave my head i don't care i love batman
1: Batman um
0: it was the coolest experience ever i got to like hang out with christian bale and i was like why like who like what and then i got to go to india like it was the coolest damn like like who allowed me right like who allowed that and you
1: didn't have to say anything you just had to go just be there
0: I had to go, and I did do a lot of stunts, which was so cool. Like I love stunt work. I usually try and do all my own stunts on set. um, And just be careful. I know. Lydia got hurt. She did. Oh, that's right. She told me she broke her face. Yeah,
1: she got her face broken. She's okay now. I mean, she looks amazing now. She looks. She. She's all fixed. You know, but but part of her nose is still numb. Like she doesn't have feeling back in her nose yet because they had to fix it. it There's, like three months where it healed before they could then go in and fix it. And then they had to fix it, and then that had to heal. That's, like, my
0: biggest fear. And the now- thing is with me, though, whenever I go on set and I have, like, a stunt scene, even if it's, like, very mild one, like, not, like, a super crazy one, yeah. and they bring in, like, a stunt double, and I always get, like, frustrated. I'm like, I'm, like I know that these per- this person's here to do this work, and I really appreciate that. And they're really, like, experienced, professional, good at their job, but, like... Something about it, I'm like, but it's not going to look like me doing it. And I just want it to look like me doing it. And I also want to, like, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there was this scene in the act where Patricia and I, like, had, like, this crazy, crazy fight scene. And, like, they brought in these two, like, women who were, like, amazing, so lovely. And they, they, they demonstrated this beautiful choreography. They're like, so we're going to have you do it after a couple takes of them doing it. And Patricia and I were like, well, we could just do it. And we did. But thank God they set up the choreography for us because it was so well done. And we like, it was, fighting with Patricia has got to be one of my favorite things I've ever done in That's my life. That's pretty
1: spectacular.
0: Like, Patricia Arquette, like, like like holding, like, pinning you down and, like, you pretend to, like, headbutt Patricia Like When do you get to do that? When does one get to do that?
1: I mean, acting, you know, like, when you actually get to it's funny because you, you know, I always say, like, acting is a thing that when people do it it's a job that you actually spend the least amount of time doing. Doing. It's mostly just waiting. It's mostly like trying to acquire jobs and then just sitting around and waiting. So I think that's why actors love to kind of do their own stuff because it, a lot of times it doesn't feel like you're doing anything and it just feels good to do something.
0: Actors spend most of their time not acting. Yeah. Like, it's insane, like how little time and and like altogether, like in life, the the amount of time you probably spend like doing your job is probably so little compared to what you think it is. Because when you get on set, you get into hair and makeup, then you get into your wardrobe, and then you get in on set, and then you eat a snack, and yeah. then you wait a little bit, yeah. and you get wired and. Yeah, it takes a lot. It takes a village.
1: Well, I, I, but I feel like most people... I feel like most people spend a lot of time acting now. I mean, that's basically what Instagram is. It's mm-hmm. basically just the idealized version of everything.
0: Literally, Hashtag blast. Oh. Hashtag, like, Facetune everything. <laughs> I know! Oh, it's so crazy to me. I follow this awesome account that, like, exposes people with Facetune. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> 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 oh, that sucks. Well, because these people, a lot of the time, they're not, they're not just Facetuning, like... Like, you know, it, they can't tell if you FaceTune a photo from your own camera roll. Right, right, right. A lo- most of the time, anyway, unless you bend a fence or behind right. you. But people who tune already existing red carpet photos.
1: Right, right, right. Oh, gotcha.
0: That's what I see a lot. I'm like... Yeah, and like I get it, I do get it. Every now and then, I'm like, I like this picture, but uh, I would like it better if my arm wasn't twisted that way. <laughs> but,
1: oh, you can really see the. Oh,
0: know, look at that! No, man, I could see that I haven't lifted weights in a while, but um, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's so crazy to me that like I, I don't know. I feel like I feel. Like, I actually did used to do that a lot. Because I was like, oh, I want to look like this. I want to look like that. And then I was like, wait a minute. This is so awful. No, be you. Because I think You're putting out... No one knows what you look like. Well, and
1: also... And also, I think... Because you you are and will continue to be a role model for young performers, uh, young women, young people. And I think you just saying, like, this is who I am. Like, all of it, you know? Like... Flaws, no whatever flaws yeah. are, no flaws, whatever I don't like about me. It's like, yeah, everyone has that. And yeah. it's okay to be yourself because, right, uh, like there was a picture that got posted from the, one of the, Van, the Vanny Fair thing. And I just had the dumb, literally the stupidest look on my face. <laughs> like, I think I was halfway into a smile, right but it just looked like this. Oh. And, uh, and I posted it because I was like, oh, this is great. Because this was a real moment, yep. you know, it's like, I think. You know, especially for your generation, you can lead the charge in, like, real authentic moments yeah. and not, like... N- everything doesn't have to be so perfectly everything. Exactly. And that's, that's why, like, the that Perfect everything isn't interesting. It's is just not
0: interesting. That's not real either. I think what's, like... And that's why, like, I mean, as much as I get, like, shit for, like, shaking my head, a lot of people are super kind because they're like, oh, that was cool because you're not, like... And, like, this role, like, that's such a huge reason why... I, like, love this role so much because I literally, like, there's no vanity in it. Like, it's just so, like, like, ugh, you know what I mean? I didn't want to have any type of, like, well, I don't really want to look like that. Maybe we can, like, make it look like this. Like, yeah. I just wanted it to be so real and, like, how it was in the story. That's and great. I try to live like that. Like, in regular life, too, of course. Like, you know, people always have their insecurities and they they get self-conscious about stuff. But my favorite thing is when people on Instagram accuse me of face-tuning when I haven't. (laughs) And I'm like, thank you.
1: You should just, like, put purposely where your eye gets smeared up into your forehead and be like, can you guys, did you know, could you tell that I face-tuned this? I
0: honestly want to, like, I want to, like, face-tune a photo so botched and, like, just super crazy and just post it. and Just, like, like, with nothing. Just, like, see what people say. I mean,
1: I think this is a good way to think about it. there aren't, think about it this way there are no flaws. There are only stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's where stuff is interesting. If everyone tries to just. I can't this- wait
0: to get those lines when I smile. Because that means I smile a lot. It means you smile a lot. Yeah.
1: And that's human. I'm so
0: excited for that. And you should.
1: And like trying to smear that all off your face or trying to, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. I think it's
0: really cool. Like people like, like I was talking about this with Patricia because as she gets older, she was saying like, it's nice the way that the industry's changing. I feel like there's a lot of roles for people my age now that are really good. And her and I were talking about it and I was like, you know what? I can't wait to be in my fifties and keep acting because it used to be like this thing when, I mean, even when I was starting out, I, it was like if you, when you hit your thirties, like you just start to become that simple mom role in a teen movie or in a man movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and now there's like such cool roles for like women over 30 and 40 and 50, like the coolest roles. Well, yeah, I can't but, wait to turn 50. Yeah, especially
1: because like if you, if you play leading roles, uh, no matter, you know, male, female, you play leading roles a lot of times those tend to be the least interesting roles. Like the most interesting roles are like when you get to explore a character or really be someone, you know, with a cool story, you know. And I don't know. I like that. To me, that's where... And also, it, you know, if you're not like the swashbuckling lead, whatever, (laughs) um, you don't have to carry any of the responsibility of the success of the thing or whether... You just get to come in, be a really cool character. Yeah. And a lot of times people go oh, yeah, the main stuff's fine, but that person was, rip, really was cool. rad. Yeah, yeah.
0: a Yeah. I think supporting characters are like, so cool. I, I love like, when, I mean, watching the Oscars this year and like, looking at all the things that were nominated and looking at all the supporting roles, I'm like, those, like, uh, the lead roles are amazing. Absolutely. But I think like, all the supporting roles, like, everything, like, just comes together with, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like, especially even with this show, like, Nick Gojon, that's the guy that Kalen plays, my boyfriend in the show, like, it's such an essential role even though it's considered a supporting role but it's such a crazy storyline for that specific role it's so good it's like i don't know i love i love supporting roles
1: too well i'm just i'm so excited for you you got a good head on your shoulders and you know this is just a good message out there to any parents do more coke to have great kids that's right yeah i think that's that's
2: do your coke,
0: get a really fucked up nickname for how much you threw up when you were younger, and then your teach are, all of it to your kids.
1: Oh wait, oh hang on a second. Maybe that, maybe that's bad advice. May, I don't know. Uh, I right, take that back. Maybe, uh, maybe not. We do not accept any responsibility for any.
0: All I know is I'm gonna be a sick ass mom. <laughs> I'm gonna be so cool. I can't wait to have nieces and nephews. I'm gonna be so fun.
1: You're gonna be the fun aunt.
0: Oh, I'm gonna be so fun. But, like, I'm also going to be really stressed out because I don't want to lose a kid. But.
1: No, but but you know what? It, Lydia likes to be the fun aunt, and yeah. she introduced... I think she introduced zombies to her nieces, oh my God. and they fucking love them. Aww. And, like, one niece in particular when we were visiting... I think maybe she's four or five. She had these little... walk. I gave her some, like, Walking Dead toys. Aww. And she was so inquisitive about well, how did they die? And then who's this guy? And what's this? Like, Aww. rather than just a toy, like, she wanted the full story. And so we are like, I, I see, he fell in front of a train. Like, we didn't, we were just making up all these stories. About how these was, zombies died. But she was so, like, just her thought process was so fascinating. What was that
0: movie? She should watch that movie. I mean, she's too young right now. But the, what was that Nicholas Holt movie about the zombies? Do
2: you remember what I'm saying? Oh. Warm yeah.
0: bodies. Warm, bo- oh, warm bodies. That would be a great movie for her because then it tells you the story of the zombies.
1: In a few years, yep. we'll do that.
0: I want to be there. We'll watch years, Warm Bodies in a few But knees.
1: before that happens, you'll come over and we'll play Rick and Morty Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah. And Liz is going to be way into that. I think we might actually already own it. I think we have a Mario Super Mario Monopoly, but I think that uh, is so.
0: My goal, Um, <laughs> I told my mom, I was like, okay, so if this show does well, I'm going to try and buy all, and I looked it up, I think there's 1,485 versions of Monopoly, and I told her, I was like, I'm going to buy all of them. She's like, oh my god. You're going to open she's a Monopoly like, museum? She's like, what is, she like literally looked at me and she goes, what is, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you have no room for that. I was like, I'll get a storage unit. She's like, you'll get a storage unit for, me. she's like, Think. listen to yourself. Listen, God, God, I can't even with you. And I was like, you raised this. It's you. You did this. Monopoly's by cocaine.
1: <laughs> you'll be telling your kid, listen, I did a lot, a lot of monopoly when, monopoly when I was growing up, ar- yeah. and it's up to you to decide and it's great. You're gonna
0: do it anyway. It's just great. be safe. Yeah, just
1: be
2: safe.
0: <laughs> do Monopoly with a parent <laughs> like, <laughs> in the privacy of our own home. I don't want you going out and doing Monopoly, you know, on Ventura on Sunset Boulevard at home. You do Monopoly.
1: Some, like, a cocaine Monopoly where you roll a six and you just line up like six.
2: Six lines, Oh
0: my right. God. Oh fuck. Oh, God. oh shit. Oh
1: Marvin Gardens. Jesus
0: Christ. <laughs> Marvin oh,
1: Garden. oh my God. Marvin Gardens. That's where you buy, the, you buy the coke at Marvin Gardens and then you sell it at a markup at Boardwalk or Park Place.
0: Board, oh my. A boardwalk. <laughs> it's so fucking amazing. And then free parking is where you go and deal. That's where you <laughs> <Yeah>. go deal.
1: <laughs> yeah that's where the money comes from. Yeah it does. Oh yeah I got paid. I got paid <laughs> oh,
0: items. That's so funny. Take a
1: Chance, you know the chance card is you, you don't know what's put you know what? into this coke.
0: There's customizable monopoly. We can make this actually literally happen. And the, co-
1: and the community chest is just full of coke. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, and I can't wait for, for my kissing over.
0: booth fans to listen to this, this one. Is to right great- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. What have we done? I'm sorry guys, I love uh, you. We
1: take it all back. Yeah, we take it all back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I don't. I think that's the best place to end. Do you feel comfortable with that? I
0: feel very comfortable with that. Thank you so much for Thank being here, for Joey King. Thank you for having Kane. me.
1: It was, it was a long time coming, but you finally did it, and I would call it a triumph.
0: I can't wait to, to play Monopoly.
1: And you'll come back soon. Yay! All right, the end.
2: When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms
1: That was the id 10 Podcast number 991 with Joey King. It is now time for some ending word salad. You know, in uh, we talked a lot about Monopoly, which of course is both a great and frustrating game. The last third of the game, I said. gets really confusing and frustrating. But it brought up, uh, for me, just kind of an interesting point, which is just about... Um, and I'll I'll connect this all together, but it's just about how we personalize things that maybe aren't personal. Um, so, you know, you're playing Monopoly with someone and you get a bad role and you land on a house, like their hotel, and then you got to pay them or, you know, something happens in the game and you go like, oh, man. And you kind of personalize a little bit. Like I – you know, like, I don't get in arguments with people over games, but I've seen people... I've seen board games and heard of board games causing some pretty substantial family rifts. And so, uh, and I think things like that happen because we personalize stuff, right? We, when things happen in the world, we go, fuck, why'd this happen to me? Or why did that person do this to me? And the the truth of the matter is, is that most of the time, uh, people aren't really doing stuff to you. They might be doing things for them. Um, but the, in general, in a broader scope, the universe isn't out to get you. And I know it feels like that sometimes. It does feel like there's either a conspiracy. I mean, you know, the conspiracy theories we get in our head just sort of make sense of the world, but they're usually not things that are reality. It's just a perception that we have. So I, I'm imparting this to you because think about how much uh, upset you could spare yourself if you were able to take a step back and go, okay, this thing happened in the world, this thing happened at work you know, someone cut in line in front of me at the gas station or whatever. It wasn't, it wasn't personal. Like it wasn't, it's so easy to take things, especially in our, you know, in our social media rich culture where social media kind of conditions us to think that everything is about us and algorithmically it makes us think that everything's about us. But really not everything is about us. And I'm not saying that to bum you out. That doesn't mean that you're not an important, special individual. But um, I think there's something really comforting to know that, The universe just kind of doesn't operate in a way where it would really particularly give a shit about one person and their lives over another person and I find that to be very freeing um in the sense that you don't have to take on responsibility for everything and you know when shit happens in the world that, that that pisses you off or bums you out or whatever um even just being able to say like okay well this wasn't personal this was just a thing that happened i think can take some of the emotion out of it allow you to separate from it and and have a little bit more of a stoic approach which is how do i now you know react to this thing that happened at work or whatever at the gas station or whatever it was so that you're not tied up in a thought loop of like oh why me me why did this person do this to me most of the things in the world are not directed at you uh and obviously there are exceptions to that and there are things that are and there will be you know situations and and people who might be but for the most part that's not the case And I hope that gives you a little bit of peace, gives you a little bit of space, gives you a little bit of freedom um, from those endless thought loops that you might have where you might be, you know, beating yourself up or going, why me, why me, why me? Because remember, your brain really is kind of a supercomputer. So if you get to a point where you start saying, why me, your brain will give you an answer, even if it's not a real answer. Isn't that fucking weird that your brain really... Can trick you into thinking that because it gives you information that that information must be true. I don't think that's the case most of the time your brains just trying to sort through information and create neural pathways and storylines that allow you to make sense of the world. But a lot of times those don't necessarily have to be true. Just because your brain tells you something doesn't necessarily mean it has to be true, which is very helpful with with if you're struggling with anxiety and depression or things that you're focusing on or things that you're obsessing over. It can be helpful to know like, oh, is that is this a real thing that's going on in the world or is this just a narrative that my brain is telling me to kind of make sense of the world? I find that to be... Um, Very liberating, and so uh, I hope it is for you. Obviously, not trying to trivialize any um, kinds of anxiety or depression that you might be going through, but at least just offering you an alternative um, perspective on what those could be. Because I remember the first time you know a therapist told me, Hey, you don't have to believe everything you think, I was like, What the fuck, that's great! Like, it just opened up. I just felt like fireworks in my brain and a whole you know <laughs> world to open up uh, and it just sort of prevents you from being led around by your thoughts and allowing you to take a little bit more of a third party perspective and go,' okay, I see kind of what my brain is trying to do, but maybe this isn't maybe it's is it possible that this narrative that my brain created is kind of based on my own baggage, my own history, my own you know however i perceive the world, it doesn't necessarily mean it is exactly what's going on. So again, um, try not to personalize everything. Most things are not directly against you uh, and are not attacking you or not out to get you or not after you. And uh, most, you know, like when things happen, they just are. Uh, And it's up to you to decide, you know, what you're going to personalize, how you're going to view it, how you're going to take it, how you're going to proceed from there. And then the choices. That will allow you to grow and evolve and learn from those obstacles um, uh, moving forward. So there you go. Um, thanks, for, thanks for listening. Thanks for cramming uh, Word Salad Wrap Interiors at the end of this podcast, which again was so much fun. Joey King is just phenomenal. And uh and I hope to have her back on soon. And I appreciate you uh and I appreciate you for, for listening. Thank you so much and have a wonderful week. Take care.
2: ID10T scanning complete. Enjoy your burrito.